today's daf is Gitten Daf Yates. Today's shir is once again sponsored by Charlie and Mimi Gershbaum. And uh, this time it's the Rafur Shalema for Aryeh Leib David Ben Malka. He should have a Rafur Shalema. And we thank Charlie and Mimi again very much for the sponsorship. Uh, we are holding on the bottom of Daf Yudches and Bey, about four lines from the bottom of the page. We're discussing the case where a person tells ten people to write a get for his wife. So we had this machlokas yesterday. What that means when he tells ten people to write a get for his wife? Does he want all of them to be Edim, or does he want some of the two of them to be Edim and the other eight just to stop get get his wife and embarrass her really good when he's uh, divorcing her? So he wants uh, so many people to be involved. So the Gemara is first going to we're first going to finish discussing that kind of situation where a guy tells 10 people to write a get, and what happens if two of them sign right away and eight of them sign later, and then the Mishnah on Yutasim Ralph is going to, we're going to switch topics a little bit, and we're going to talk about what's kosher to use for ink on a get, and what's kosher to use for the paper, for the parchment of a uh, of a get. The Gemara is going to, once we're talking about the ksav of ink and parchment, Gemara is going to talk about the concept of ksav al gabe ksav. What if you have something written and then you write on top of the writing? In Hilchashabis, when is it called kosev? When is it called mochek? That you're erasing the bottom writing when you write on top of it in Hilchashabis. And on the bottom of Amad Alf, we're going to discuss various solutions for a person who wants to be an aide but he does not assign. He does not assign his, uh, his own name. So we're going have four different solutions of what we can do about that. On Amr Bey's, we're going to talk about whether Adim have to know how to read as well. Do they need to, I mean, signing we deal with, how, how to deal with if they don't know how to sign. What if, <coughs> what if Adim don't know how to read? The Gemara's are going to have three approaches to having others read a star for you, meaning what the best way to go about that is. And then in the middle of Ahmed Bey's, we're going to talk about shtari parsai, meaning there are these shtaros that were written by the parsai people in their language, and we don't really know what it means. So who can you rely on to tell you what the star actually says if we don't even know what it says? And then uh, the daf is going to conclude with a discussion of a get that had uh, that had writing, and the husband uh, uh, wants to claim later that it was uh, really not a get, it was a shtar pasim, shtar amada, or something like that, or if a get looked blank, whether we have to be choshish, that maybe somehow there was hidden ink, and there was really a get there, even though it looked like a blank piece of paper that the guy gave to the woman. So a lot of major sugis on this stuff, we're not going to get to discuss too many of them in depth, but a lot of major sugis on this stuff. So says the Gemara on the bottom of Yud Chesam Beis, four lines on the bottom, and the guy says, I want you to write a get for, uh, for my wife, and two people sign today, and uh, the other sign, So is this get a kosher get or not? The get was brought to Rabbi Shobin Levi to Paskinon. Remember, Rabbi Shimon says that a get muktum is kosher. So even though even though uh, it was Nichtav Biyom, V'Nechtam Balayla, it was Nichtav the day earlier, and it was only signed a day later, it was only signed a little bit later on, that's exactly what this get is, because the signatures weren't completed until 10 days later, and therefore, uh, since Rabbi Shimon holds that's kosher, at least B'Shasad Chak, K'dayhu Rabbi Shimon, L'Smochalav B'Shasad Chak, which is a very interesting discussion in Halacha. What does that mean, K'dayhu Rabbi Shimon, L'Smochalav B'Shasad Chak? Does that mean that B'Shasad uh, Chak, we could go against the Halacha, that really we paskin against Rabbi Shimon, but B'Shasad Chak, it's okay to, uh, to paskin like Rabbi Shimon. Why would it be okay? 
Bishas of Chag to go against the Allah. So some of the Akronim suggested, no, it really means Meikar Adin. We really would have passed like Rabbi Shimon. We really believe in our heart of hearts that Allah is like Rabbi Shimon. But under normal circumstances, we're Choshish enough with the sheet of the Rabbanan that we passed like the, uh, the Rabbanan. But in Shas uh, al we can go with the Ikradin. We can go with what really is required to make Radin. Or perhaps it's uh, the, the idea is that. Um, that, could, that this is part of Elu Velu Divrel Kim Chaim. That one of the elements of Elu Velu Divrel Kim Chaim is, that, uh, is that, that since both are correct, so the Shita, the Das Yachid, the Shita that's Nidchala Alacha, can be relied on Bishas uh, Al And that's, that's part of the, the notion of Elu Velu Divrel Kim Chaim. So that's a major discussion um, uh, in, in, in how to understand this, uh, the Klali Apsak in terms of Kedai Reb Shimonus Machla Bishas Al Okay, so that's one major sugi that we're not going to talk about. About today. But didn't Reish Lakish say that even Rabbi Shimon would only allow if it was Nechtov Biyom Vinechtom Belayla, if it was right away, it was that night, but 10 days later, that even Rabbi Shimon would have a problem with. And over here, it's 10 days later. So what are you going to do about that? How can you say that Rabbi Shimon would not say that this is okay? He would not think that this is okay. So says the yeah, on that he passes like Rabbi Yochanan. On that issue, we passes not like Reish Lakish, but rather like Rabbi Yochanan. That even ten days later is okay. I've uh, meaning uh, the the Rabbi Shubin Levi who said Kedai Rabbi Shimon this machlav b'shasad understood Rabbi Shimon Shita the way Rabbi Yochanan understood the Shita. I've am Rabbi Yochanan Shaim Shemedim Mekulim Mishum Tanai. But according to Rabbi Yochanan, you don't even need to come on to Rabbi Shimon. According to Rabbi Yochanan, when a guy says to ten people, "I want you to write a get for my wife," what he means is, "I only want two of you to serve as aidim. The other eight are, are only Mishum Tanai." So anyway, you have all the chasimos uh, of Edim done right away. So even according to Rabbanan, it would be okay. According to, if you, if you really hold like Rabbi Yochanan, you don't even need to rely on Rabbi Shimon. Yeah, by Hik Reish Lakish, you're like, on that issue, Rabbi Shobin Levi must have held like Reish Lakish, that uh, Rabbi Shobin Levi didn't, uh, these two machlokos uh, between Rabbi Yochanan and Reish Lakish are not tali they're not interdependent whatsoever. So you could pass it in one of these cases like Reish Lakish, and the other like Rabbi Yochanan, and therefore he felt that he was relying on Rabbi Shimon, Bishas al Chak, that this was uh, this this actually only would work if you rely on Shitas Rabbi Shimon. Okay, new Mishnah. But Kol Kosum, you can write a get with any type of ink. Bidio, Bisam, Bisikra, Ubakomos, Bakankantim, Ubakaldovershu Shal Kayama. Any lasting type of uh, type of ink is going to work. The Mishnah has just given several examples. The Gemara is going to define those examples, but the definitions aren't really going to help us much more than the words that we see in the Mishnah. Different types of lasting ink that were apparently common in those days. The Mordechai writes in the name of Tosos that Mikan Yeshli Zoyer not to give a get to a woman when the when the ink is still moist. Because it's Ainu Shal Kayama. We said Kaldovershu. Meaning, it's only when uh, it's only when you can't easily wipe it off. But if the dio is lach, if it's uh, if it's still moist, then it's very easy to remove it, and therefore it's not considered. Uh, it, it, it may not be considered shel kayama in the minchaschinuch in Mosach Hashabbos Oslamadalid. He says if someone writes on Shabbos, he's not chayiv until the uh, till the ink dries. So it's just like the malacha. You know, there are certain malachas that take time till you know whether you violated the malacha. Afia. Bishel, you put something, you put a raw dough in an oven. Someone could remove it right away, and then it will turn out that it was never baked, and you never vi- you violated a Nisidraban of Achazar or whatever, but you never violated the Malachad Raisa of Afia if it never gets baked, if someone removes it right away. So the same could be true. 
with uh, with Ksav, and he says based on that, Yeshul is topic. What if you write in ink right before Shabbos ends, and then it, all, it first dries on Motzei Shabbos? Are you chayiv um, the the uh, in 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 that case, or you're not chayiv in that case? So that's the uh, the interesting discussion that relates to uh, to the Malachs of Afia and Bishul. You chayiv for the Maisa that ultimately leads leads to Afia and Bishul, or does it have to be that the Afia and Bishul, like for example, Malach of Zareya, that's what the Achronim bring Araya from, that when you plant, obviously it's not going to take root on Shabbos, so yet you're still chayiv for planting on Shabbos, even though it's not actually going to take root on uh, on Shabbos. So we see that you do the malacha now. Ultimately, it's going to uh, even though even though it's not going to actually the the results of that malacha are not going to be recognized till after Shabbos. In the Chalkas Machokek on the side of Shulchan Aruch, he's not sure what the Mordechai means that uh, with that lichadchili you should be careful since it's enum eskayim l'shaito, but b'diavid it's not going to be possible. It'd still be kosher because it's sofal eskayim. Or is he saying that no, even b'diavid if you gave a get and the get had moist ink on it, that that's mamish going to be possible. That's not going to be a kosher again. So that is uh, that's that's another major discussion that we're not going to get too far into, but just to mention, ain kosin lo b'mashkin. A person cannot should not write um, with uh, with with mashkin or lo peros with any sorts of juices, lo or anything that's not going to last. If it's not a lasting ink, then it's not an ink. So that doesn't work. Alak al hakol kosin. Once we discuss the inks, now we're going to discuss the parchment. You can write on any type of parchment. Ala ala shel You want to use an olive leaf, the horn of a, of, of a cow is perfectly fine, and then you just give the para, you cry it on the hand of an eved, and then just give over the eved, that you're not supposed to write on anything that has ruachayim, on anything that's a living thing, nor on, on any food, but apparently Tanakhama disagrees, Tanakhama holds that on that on a cow and on an evet is perfectly fine. The Ran writes that the Chiddush of the Mishnah over here by Allah Shal Zayis, Lachara, I understand the Chiddush of the cow and the evet, it's a Dabr Sheesh Ruachayim. What's the Chiddush of the Allah Shal Zayis? He says, is that it's a, it's, it's, he, he says the Chiddush of the Mishnah that even though an Allah Shal Zayis is a Dabr Meskayim, so Lachara, there's no reason to think that it shouldn't work, is because Bain the Rabbi Meir, who holds Eidi Chasimakarti, Bain the Rabbi Lazar holds, the get needs to be on something that's a davar miskayim. So dafkal olishal zayas olishal delas v'charuv kasher. He says shem shel kayama that there are certain leaves that will last. Other leaves will shrivel <coughs> and will not last. Won't be shel kayama. So the chiddush is that you have to dafka choose the kind of leaf that's going to last. It's going to be shel kayama. Rambam in the fourth paragraph of Gerishin writes Bistama Shim Kasavala Alin if you write on Alin on leaves that it's kosher. So Magamishan writes that the Rambam holds that an Allah Shal Zayis is not Shal Kayama either, and that there is no din of Shal Kayama on the on the on the cloth. The din of Shal Kayama is only on the ink. And even though in the Tosefta it says that you need Shal Kayama, the Rambam doesn't rely on the Tosefta. He says this doesn't say that anywhere in the Gemara. The Gemara said Mishnah says you're allowed to write on leaves. The Gemara never says that the parchment has to be Shal Kayama. So that's what <coughs> the Rambam understands that it doesn't have to be Shal Kayama. Now, when it comes to Ksiva by Shabbos, whenever you have a, anyone you to give a shir or to have a discussion of the Melech of Kosiv and Shabbos, it always includes getting your test because uh, we, whenever we have a din of Ksav, you always have to look at uh, where the Torah uses the term Vekasav. The Torah says Vekasav la Sefer Krizos. So obviously, by Get, it's going to be a lot of parallels and the Gemara itself is going to make that Sushal. The Gemara itself is going to compare Ksiva by Get to Ksiva by Shabbos. So when it comes to Ksiva by Shabbos, the Rabbin Paskins in the 11th Baruch of Shabbos 
that if you write with ink on Ali Yerakos and anything anything that say no omade, it's potter. So, so you have to say that the Ram holds Dafka Bishabis where you need Malachas Machshevis. That this anytime you have something that by Shabbos, we're going to say you're potter, but any other parallel area of halacha, you're going to be chayiv, we assume that that relates to the notion of melechas machshevis, that by Shabbos there's a requirement of melechas machshevis in order to be chayiv, and it's not called the melechas machshevis, it's a very hard phrase to uh, to uh, to translate melechas machshevis, but some purposeful, thoughtful melecha uh, uh, um, that's being done. So if it's not shalkayama, that takes away from, from the melechas machshevis shabot. The, uh, the the, the Rift, the Rush, the Tour, Bach points out that all the those Rishonim, the Rift, the Rush, the Tour, they all seem to hold like the Rambam. They don't mention this till after that it has to be on a Dover Shel, uh, shel Kayama, that they mention it by the Dio, but none of them mention it when it comes to the actual parchment. The other issue with the Yad Shel and giving the Eved, the Taz, raises the question of Nezer, Simkuv, Chavdalin, Sivkat, and Taz, that a uh, Get has to be Betolush. A Get has to be something that's detached from the ground. You're not allowed to write a Get on a tree that's still attached to the ground. That would be puzzle. So the, the, the reason is because the puzzle says, Nasim you need something that's Nitan Miyad Liyad. So if it's, uh, why, why then would it be Kasha Trider and Eved? Um, you need uh, by by uh, by shechita. We also require davar talush to use a shechita knife that's talush. Ve'ikach hasama achelas lishchot. And the Gemara Rechulin says that if you're shachat b'tziporen, if you're shachat with a fingernail, um, the, that's, that's in your hand, or shein hakavua bepe, or a tooth, so then it's possible. So you see that that parts of the human body are apparently considered mechubar. So why is it that by a get we do not consider part of the human body to be mechubar? We consider it to be perfectly fine to write a get on an Eved. Yet when it comes to Shechita, where there's also a din that there's a psal mechubar and that it has to be talush, we consider parts of the human body to be a problem of mechubar, to be an issue. So the uh, that's the kasha the Taz raises. The Taz says by 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 Shechita, we learn from the fact that the pasuk has an unusual lashon that the pasuk says vayikach instead of viyachin. So we learn from there that uh, anything that's mechubar is possible. But by get, it's 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 uh, it, we we only learn from the mashmo of the pasuk, not from an unusual lashon. What the pasuk is saying explicitly, that it has to be something that you can give with your hand, that you can hand over. Well, an eved, while he may have a din kikarka, can be handed over. When we say that an eved is hukash lekarkos, first of all, it's a major machlokas whether adam hukash lekarkos or only eved hukash lekarkos. Is it all people that are like karka or only an eved like karka? That's machlokas Rashi tells in Maseches Kiddushin. But even if you, but an eved that's hukash lekarka doesn't mean that. L'chol dinav, he's like Karka. It means that the way you're Kona and Eved is with the same Darkea Kinyanim that you'd be Kona Karka. But it doesn't mean that every Allah, that he has a din of Mechubar, he's not, he's not a Mechubar Lekarka. You can move him, you can, uh, you can take him from, he's from, from one place to the other. The Bach suggests a different chilek. He says, by Get, it says, Vinasan, that it shouldn't be Mechusar Ketzitza. That it says, Vakasav Lasev Kriz Vinasan Biada. So it has to be Kasav Vinasan, with nothing else in between. It can't be that there's a ketzitza in between. So by the Eved you don't need to do any ketzitza, you can just give the whole Eved. As opposed to if you write on a tree you can't give the tree, you can't do a vinasan until you cut it. So that's why you don't have the psal by the uh, by, by the Eved. So that's how the, the Bach deals with the, uh, with, with the the problem. Okay, says the Gemara further now. The Dio Diosa we're translating each of the inks that we mentioned in the Mishnah. Dio is Diosa. Sam is Sama, which is uh, some, again, some type of ink. Sikra, Amr Rabbi Sakarta Shema, and it's called Sakarta, it's some type of red ink. 
komos kuma, it's a type of sap. Kankantum amar amar rabba babrachana amar shmuel charsu de ushkafi. It's some type of uh, of black ink. Tosus Rashi have a little bit of a debate over here. What exactly it is? Okay, whatever it is. Says the Gemara. We called over shumiskayim, and any type of lasting ink is going to be uh, is going to be kosher to write again. So what are we adding that we didn't mention? We already gave so all these examples of ink. Dio, Sam, Sikra, Kumus, Kankantum, five different examples of ink. What are we adding when we say called up Shumaskayim? So La Suya Hadutani Rabihanina. Kisfu Bemetarya va Aftza Kasha. If a person writes Bemetarya or Aftza with goldnut juice or something like that, it's kosher. Tanrabhiya kisu be ever bishakur bishikur kosher. If you write with lead and other types of uh of, uh, of of coals and things like that, it's also kosher. Itmar hamavir dio al gabi sikra b'shabes. Ooh, so now we start discussing hilchos shabbos. What if a person puts black ink over red writing on shabbos? The writing is in red, and he writes over it with black on shabbos. Rabbi Yochum Yishlokesh Shalmi Tarvayu Chayiv Shtayim that you'd be Chayiv twice. You know, you would think they have you see two people writing. One of them writes on a blank piece of paper. He writes his name. The other one, his name is already written on a piece of paper, and he just traces it over with black ink. You would think that the guy who took the blank piece of paper and wrote his name on it did a much worse malacha than the guy who traced over his name that was already written in red and he just traced it over with black. But says Rabbi Yochum Yishlokesh, no, the guy who traced over the red ink with his uh, black ink is he did twice the malachos because not only did he violate the malach of kosev he also violated the malach of mochek because he erased the ink that was underneath but if he just wrote with black ink over black ink or red ink over red ink then he's potter because he didn't write anything new and he didn't erase what was there what if he writes with red on top of black so it used to be black now it's going to look red so it's not as strong of a color some say it's chayiv some say it's potter some say it's chayiv because he's actually erasing the black ink that's, that's underneath and some say his putter is that it's true he's erasing the black ink underneath. You don't see the black ink underneath, but it's Makalkel that since he's, uh, he's, he's degrading it, he's lowering it, black ink is much better, is much stronger, so that therefore it would have a din of, uh, of Makalkel. If you look at Rashi, Makalkelu, Vavle Kemochek Almanashalo Lichtov. So it would be similar to being Mochek Almanashalo Lichtov. That technically, the, the, why is the Malach of Mochek a Malacha? Why, in what way is that a productive Malacha? Because sometimes you erase something in order to clear space so that you could then write later on. That's the real Malacha Daraisa. It's like Soser Almanas Livnos, that what seems like it's inherently destructive is not a malach if it's really destructive. It's only malach if it's a product if it's a productive destruction. If it's Mochik Almanas Lichtov. So this is similar to Mochik Shalom Almanas Lichtov. And the one that says that Yechayev will say, nah, it's not really so Makalkel, because you could still see the uh, the Ksav. If you look at the bottom Tosos, Tosos a Makalkel Lohavi. That now you're gonna, it's, it, it becomes a little darker, becomes a little stronger than if it was before. I mean, whenever you're adding ink, you're not taking away, you're adding. So it's, uh, it's hard to call that mekalkel. Uh, so that's the machlokes when you write with red on top of black. But we said what, one thing is, is clear, that everyone holds that if you have black on top of black, red on top of red, 
that's uh, that's potter because apparently the top ksav is not a ksav. So uh, and 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 you're not chayiv mishum mochik and diol gabi sikri you're chayiv mishum kosev. Um, then you're chayiv also mishum mochik. Only when when the top ksav is a ksav, then you you're considered to have erased the bottom ksav as well. Now why is it that diol gabi diol is not mochik lemaisa? The ksav atachtom is not there. Why why is the why is it tully on whether why is the chiv mechika tully on whether the top ksav is a ksav or not? Meaning uh, if you wrote something on top and and it's meaningful. Full, then what you did beneath that is uh, mochik. Then getting rid of whatever you had underneath it is uh, is mochik. So Reb Chaim in the stencils in Chidusha Grach Alasha suggests as follows that really mechika is not tali on whether the ksav elyon is a ksav or not. Adravi says the ksav elyon is tali on whether the bottom one is nimchak, whether the bottom one is erased. That if the bottom one is considered erased, then the ksav elyon is considered like ksav. But if you don't consider the bottom one to be erased, then the ksav elyon is not ksav because the ksav tachton is still there. So uh, you can't call the ksav elyon a ksav. So the ikra nidon over here is whether the ksav tachton is considered nimchak or not. It's not the other way around. That's how Chaim sort of turns it on its head a little bit. That's uh, that's one vart. And then he has uh, he has another vart as well. He says it could be the mechik and ksiv are not tali The ikra nidon over here is if the ksav elyon is ksav or not ksav, but ksav tachton is definitely considered nimchak because it's covered up. But since the Indian Shabbos, there's a din that only mochik amlanas lichtov is chayiv. So in a, in, in a situation where the ksav elyon is not a ksav because you didn't add anything to the ksav tachton, so it turns out that you were not mechadesh anuksiva when you write the ksav elyon. So therefore, it's not, it takes away the mochik. It's always mochik, but it's not mochik amlanas lichtov. If the ksav elyon is a ksav, so then it turns out the fact that you erased the bottom was because the Ksav Elyon is a Ksav. But if the Ksav Elyon is not a Ksav at all, then when you, you didn't erase the, you, you erased the bottom, but it wasn't a Mechik al Lichtov. And that's why you're not going to be Chayiv for Mochik. That's the other vart that Rab Chaim has. Okay, Boy Mileri Shalak Shemar Biochran. Edim Shein Yodim Lacht Maushicht Velem Besikro Viachtum of Ksav Elyon. Ksav Oeno Ksav. Is the Ksav Elyon or Ksav or not? Meaning, if Edim don't know how to sign, can you, uh, can you write for them in uh, some type of red ink and let them sign on top of it in black? Is that considered to be a ksav, or is that, uh, or is that not considered to be uh, to be a ksav? I mean, is that a real k- signature? So amalei ain't no ksav. So he said that is not a ksav. So amalei valolim atan rabbeinu ksav elyon ksav in Shabbos. What do you mean it's not a ksav? We just said in Hilcha Shabbos it is a ksav. That if you have red ink and you write on top of it with black ink, that that is absolutely kosev. Well, just because we think the two are comparable, it means we're going to rely on that lahakel that uh, that uh, even even lagabe uh, Shabbos. If it was someone Rashi says, even if lagabe Hilcha Shabbos, if the base of was around, we, we wouldn't uh, we wouldn't bring chul nazar. We wouldn't say that a person has to bring a carbon for that because that risks bring chul nazar. We're being machmir that you're not supposed to do that, but we're not saying that uh, that we're so confident that that's considered ksav that we would have someone bring a carbon for it. That's how Rashi understands the. Rambam in the eleventh parak of El Shabbos writes that someone who's kosev b'diyol gabisikra b'Shabbos chayiv shtayim. Chayiv shtayim means you have two korbanos, one for mochek and one for right. So it sounds like not like Rashi. Rashi says no, medame nasa meisa. We wouldn't rely on this even to bring chul lazara. The Rambam sounds like yes, we absolutely would. So the Achronim explain to be mevayr. The sheet does a Rambam in Chaschinuch and Mosach Shabbos. Explains that the Rama must understand the Gemara not like Rashi. He says because we compare a get to Shabbos and we try to learn out the halachas of a get 
from the halachas of Shabbos, um, even though Lagabe Shabbos it's Ksav Gomor, but like by get we're not going to be machshir get based on this. You know when you machshir get you're playing with mamzerus. You don't want to mess around with ishus. So yeah, we think that it's a logical tushtel. It's a logical comparison between Shabbos and get. But it does. But, and by Shabbos it's absolutely correct. By Shabbos it really is Ksav. It's not like iffy. It's absolutely Ksav. But what we're questioning is whether we can make that comparison with such great confidence and apply it to get with such great confidence. That's uh, the part we're calling into question. Itmar, Edim Shein Yodim Lachdom. So now the Gemara moves on. What if you have Edim that don't know how to sign? So what do you do for them? So we have four solutions. Rebbe Yomar Mekarinam Niyar Chalak Umemal Mesakarim Dio. We uh, tear open some paper, and we fill in the tears with ink. So uh, as Machlokas we already had earlier, Daftasam Beis, Rashi and Tosos, what that means, that we tear. Rashi says that we, uh, we, we, we uh, scratch into the paper so that you could see the, 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 the Rashima that you leave with a knife on the paper itself, and then they fill in the ink over there. Tosos says, no, it means you make a stencil. It means you take a piece of paper, you cut open, you, you cut out the, uh, the names, and then you put it over the, the parchment that they sign, and they fill it in with, uh, with ink. Tosas and Rashi that uh, the Gemara is going to say on Daf Chaf Amidav tomorrow that Chakika is Dina Kiksiva, so that when when you when you when you etch into something that is a Din of Ksav, so shouldn't this be Ksav al Ksav according to Rashi? According to Rashi, you're etching in, so that Lachorus should be Ksav al Ksav. So Tos suggests that it's not Ksiva Gemura; it's uh, that we don't do Ksiva Gemura. We're just Roshim Ksav, so that the Edim should know how to sign. And even if it is Ksiva, but the Yol Sikra we find is considered a Ksav. So for sure you're going to say. That writing ink on top of a scratching into the you know into into a piece of paper would for sure be ksav. Now the gabi sikra we weren't so eager to be medamin to be nasa to say that it's a, that it's a good ksav forget. But maybe for this we you know we're see even a much stronger. There wasn't even sikra there before. Maybe for this we'd be more comfortable to rely on it when it comes to a get. So that's one eitzo. Second eitzo shmuel amr be'ever that you do with lead. That's perfectly kosher as a ksiva. So how could you uh, first write their names for them to trace over when you first wrote it with lead? Then you already it's already a ksav. So lo kasha lead juice. So it's not as uh, strong, and therefore it's not going to leave a mark. So you uh, permanent mark. So therefore you can uh, you can the edim can then trace over it. Third suggestion: that you write with uh, with uh, gallnut juice. So but didn't we learn that that is considered a ksav? It all depends on whether the parchment was previously treated with meimilin. So if it was previously treated with meimilin, then you're not going to recognize meimilin on top of it, so that's not going to really be called a ksav. So you could do that to set up the edim to then trace over that. But if it was not previously treated with meimilin, then when then when you try to make the uh, the, 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 the impression for the Adam to sign over, you're actually doing sav, so that would not be good. Fourth possibility of Papa Amar Baroque, that you make it with saliva, take some saliva and, and um, form the letters on the paper, and then the Adam will trace over the saliva. Baroque, and that's what our Papa told Papa Torah, use saliva. But that's only okay when it comes to Gitten. When it comes to other Staros, it's not okay. Someone wanted to rely on that for other Staros to write it with Roke and have the Adam sign over it. And, uh, and, and Rafkana. Rav Kana gave him Malkus. He was not uh, was not a big fan. 
Tanya Kavase de Rav. So we have a Brisa that says like Rav, Rav's solution. We had four different solutions. Rav's was the first one. To be Mekaran Lem Niyar. Rip open the paper and let them fill in the, 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 the rips with, with ink. Edim Shein Yodim Lachtom. Mekaran Lem Niyar. Chalak Umelmas Kram Dio. That if Edim don't know how to sign, so you do this. You rip open the paper and let them fill it in with ink. Amram Shemagam Liel. Ba Medvar Mamur Begite Nashim. That's only true when it comes to a get. Av the Shukhri. Av the Meshach Al Shtaros. But when it comes to Shukhri. And all other shtaros imyodin lekros velichtam chosmin. If the edim know how to read and know how to sign, then they sign. Vim lav ain chosmin. If they don't know how to read and sign, then they cannot sign. Meaning we don't do none of this shtick. If the guy does not sign his name, he shouldn't be signing documents. Then he's not the kind of guy you would want as an aid on shar shtaros. It's only by gittin that we're specially makel mishum takanos agunos. We want it to be easy enough that a woman should be able to get a divorce. Kriya mandekar shemei says. Wait a second. What, what did this price to throw in an extra line over there? It said, if the Aidim, we're talking Aidim who don't know how to sign. The whole time we've been talking about Aidim who don't know how to sign a name, what we do for them. And all of a sudden we say, if they know how to read, where, where did reading come in? We were talking about signing. So it says, if an aid doesn't know how to read, Koran Lefneim, the Chosmin, that then you read for them and they can sign. And if they don't know how to sign, then Mekaran Lehem Niyar, then you rip it open for them. And that's what we say, but that's only by Gitein Hashim. But by Shar Shtaros, they need to know how to do both. So by Get, they don't know how to read, you could just read it to them. They don't have to know how to sign, you could just uh, be Mekaran Lehem Niyar, and they could fill in with ink. But when it comes to Shar Shtaros, they need to know how to do both. That's how the Brisa ends. That when it comes to Shar Shtaros, they need to know how to do both. Rishonim raised the issue. Why isn't it a concern of Aidmi P8? Meaning, if they don't know how to read, and, and by get, and you're reading it to them. So they're, th- when they sign, they're not signing on anything that they know firsthand. They only know secondhand what it actually says in that uh, in that get. So uh, so shouldn't that be a violation of Aidmi P8? So Tos. And Daf Tesam and Beis suggested that it's not a chesaron of Edmi Piyed because they don't have to be made on the uh, Ikara Maisa um, that, uh, that, that that they're just being made that that someone says that this is what it says in the Shtar. We should explain a little more that it's not Edus at all. It's a Gilimil Sabialma. What's what's written in the Shtar because he himself saw the Maisa. He doesn't have to believe other people. It's just that that's, that that, uh, that that this is the Maisa that's that that it says in the Shtar. And since it's something that's also is galos, meaning uh, anyone could just look at the star and see what it says. So it's not it's not real edus, and that's why it's going to be mutter. Um, other rishonim suggest no, it can't be that they don't know anything. Tosa Rash, the Rashba, can't be that they don't know anything. It must be that they recognize some of the osios. They're just they're not that comfortable with the language. That uh, you know the letters themselves are not exactly what they uh, know how to. They're not exactly fluent in. So uh, like the Gemara is going to have an expression review those mitzta'ir v'kore. So it uh, you know it would take a lot of work for them to read. So okay, if it's something that's also the scholars even to them that they could figure it out if they would work on it hard enough. So that's when Karn Lefneim. That's what we're going to say that we're that we'd 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 uh, we'd read for them. Um, the uh, the Rambam writes in the first part of Lil's Gerushin that we're talking about where they understand the Lashna get. They know Lashna Kodesh and they know what people are reading to them. But if they don't even understand the language that the get is written in, then it's not going to work. Meaning they may not know how to read. They may be illiterate, but they speak the language. So if you read it to them, they'll actually know the words that you're saying. That's how the Rambam says. But the Mefarish on the Rambam explains that the Rambam means that they know Eze Lashon Nichtav Get. 
that, whether it's Ivris or Yavanis, but they don't actually have to know that language. Meaning, you know, sometimes you hear language, I, you don't speak French, but you hear French spoken, you know that it's French. So, uh, so the, the Mepharsh of the Ram thinks that's all the Ram is saying, that they have to recognize that it's Hebrew. When, uh, when they read it to them, they don't have to know what, what any of it means. They just have to recognize that it's Hebrew. That's quite a Chiddush, that the Mepharsh have to know so, uh, so little. It doesn't sound like that, that way from the Pasha reading of the Ramah. Okay, Avrav Lazar, my time in Rameshim Gamliel. Why does Rameshim Gamliel distinguish between Gite Nashim and Sharstaros? Why is it that by Gite Nashim we accept these illiterate Adim? They don't know how to read, they don't know how to write, they don't know anything. Yeah, when it comes to Sharstaros, we don't accept it. What's the difference? Shloi Benos Yisrael Agunos. Because we don't want Benos Yisrael to be Agunos. This is a Takanos Agunos to make, uh, get as easy as possible. Amar Rava, Halacha Rameshim Gamliel. We pass on Rameshim Gamliel. Rav Gamda Meshmeid Rava Amar, Ain Halacha Rav Gamda Meshmeid Rava says, No, we don't pass on Rameshim Gamliel. So then, who do we paskin like? We're paskin like the Rabbanon who say apparently that it's all kosher, that it's not only by Gitei Nashim. Tanakama said that it, everyone said it's kosher for Gitei Nashim. Rabbi Shimon Liel's chiddush is that it's not kosher for Sharshtaros. So if you're not paskin like Rabbi Shimon Liel, it means you're paskin that it's always kosher to have illiterate Adim. But what about that case where by Shar Shtaros they want to rely on an illiterate aid and Rav Kana was not too happy about it? So Tirgama Akriya, when we say that uh, this statement of Rav Gamda that, that uh, we pass like the Rabbanan, that's only if they know how to sign but they just don't know how to read well. So you could read it to them, that's where we pass like the Rabbanan. But if they don't know how to sign, we don't really pass like the Rabbanan either. If they don't know how to sign, then we're not happy about that. That we don't, we don't want them signing on a get if they don't, if they don't know how to sign. <clears throat> and that was the case of Rav Kahana, where Nagde Rav Kahana. Rav Yudah Mitzta'ir Kari V'chasim. Rav Yudah would trouble himself. He was, uh, Rashi says he was a Zakein. It was difficult for him to see, and he would work very hard to try to see what it says, and then he would read it and, uh, and sign on it. Amal Yudah Lotzricha. So Yudah says, you don't have to trouble yourself like this. Rav Lazar Marudaretz Yisrael, Karu Kamei V'chasim. Rav Lazar is the Marudaretz Yisrael, and they used to read it for him, and he would be chosim. So why don't you just do that? Rav Nachman Karukami and Rav Nachman would have expert scribes read it to him, and he would sign like that. But it was only when you have a relationship like that. Whereas Rav Nachman and the Safri Dayani, uh, where there there was uh, there there would they would be afraid to read it incorrectly. That's where uh, that's where it's it's okay. Aval Rav Nachman v'Sifrei But if it was Rav Nachman who was a big Dayan, Hilchik Rav Nachman Bedini. So if it was Rav Nachman, but it wasn't the the court scribes who had a relationship with Rav Nachman and who were afraid of him, or Sifrei Dayani v'Inchi Or if it was uh, the court scribes, but it wasn't Rav Nachman that they were reading to, lo, then we would not rely on it. It's only when you have this uh, two-sided relationship. They have Rav Nachman and Sifri, Sifri Dayani. Um, now, according to the Rosh, the Allah Zakhtar Rabbanan, that even by Shar Shtaros, you could be Kore, you could read to them, you could read to the person, the person doesn't have to read himself, but that's only when Shnaim Shakorim. But if one person reads, then even according to the Rabbanan, by Gitin, you can't be, be Mekel. And over here, that's why Rav Nachman required, required Safra the Dayani, because we're talking about not, not scribes, but a scribe. I mean, that's what the Gemara is saying, according to the Rosh. That why, why couldn't you just have anyone read to you? We just said that you're allowed to have two people read to you. No, we need Rav Nachman and Safra Dayani 
if it's only going to be one scribe reading to you. Otherwise, you would normally need two people. According to the Rif, though, that we pass on Shulam Leel, the reason it needs to be Rav Nachman and Dafka Sifra Dayani is because we're talking about uh, uh, by Echot Shakara, and Sharsh Toros, we pass on Shulam Leel that Echot Shakara is not good enough. So, uh, so, so that's why Rav Nachman, Dafka, even though Sharsh Toros having Echot Shakara is not good enough, but if you have if the Echot Shakara is the Sifra Dayani in front of Rav Nachman, then it is good enough. Rav Papa when they would bring a star of Parsai in front of Rav Papa, so it was written in uh, in Persian, it was written in some other language, he didn't recognize it. David Bar Koshal Kutim, and the star was made in the non Jewish courts. He'd have two Kutim read it to him, one not in front of the other, and he wouldn't tell them that he's relying on them, he would just uh, you know make up some story as to why he needs them to read it, and then when two people would read it exactly the same way, not realizing that they're being relied upon, so then then he would uh, collect from the Chasim Shubadim. The Rosh of here quotes from the Bali Eater that that by other Shtaros, Kriyas Shnayim works as long as they know how to read it in their Masiach Lufitumo, and the Shtar is then going to be kosher. The Rosh says that that which the Bali Eater says needs to be Masiach Lufitumo, he thinks is a little much. You don't even need that. You only need Masiach Lufitumo by Ovid Kulchavim. Because if he know if he knew that you were relying on him, he would be mashakir. But if you have two Jews that are able to read it, you wouldn't even need Masiyach Lefitumo because they're not chashudim l'shakir. You wouldn't assume that they would be uh, that they would be lying. So that's the rush commenting on the uh, the bali iter. The Rashba says dafka a dayan could be somech Masiyach Lefitumo of gayim because it's avidu l'gluye. But the edim themselves should not be somech on anybody unless unless there's like a Rav Nachman and the Sifri Dayani kind of uh, kind of relationship. So that's always it's a discussion when exactly we rely on a guy Masiach Lefitumo and when we don't. So this is one of the cases in Shas. That's another major sugya. I guess we could uh, we could talk about if we had more time. Okay. So Amar Rav Ashi, Amar Li Rav Huna Bar Nasan, Halchi Amar Ameimar, Hai Shtar Parsah De Chasim Elei Sahadi Yisrael Magvinim Bimim Shabdi. The Shtar Parsah, if there are Jewish signatures signed on it, we could collect from it from the Chasim Shabbatim. Falo Yadi the Mikri. I, but they don't know how to read it. It's written in a foreign language. But the Yadi, no, we're assuming that they do know how to read it. But to make a kosher star, you need a ksav that's uh, that's that's not forgeable. And lechora, you don't have that over here. No, they they treated the parchment in such a way that it is uh, not forgeable. But don't you need that the last line of the star summarizes everything that it said before? And they don't do that in their uh, in their courts. No, we're talking about where they did do that in their courts. Everything is done properly. What, the whole Chiddush is that any writing in another language is kosher? Tanina, get kosher. We already know that. You can have the get in Greek and the edim in, uh, in, in, in Hebrew writing or vice versa. One might have thought that that's only true when it comes to Gitten, but not when it comes to Shar Shtaros, because by Gitten... We always try for Takana Sagunos, so Kamashmulan, therefore, has to tell us that even by Shar Shtaros. 
If a guy gives a get gives a, a blank piece of paper to his wife and says, "Here's your get," she's divorced. Where we concerned that maybe he wrote with meafatzim, where you're allowed to write a get with, and then it became nivla in the ksav, and you don't see it anymore, but it was there. The ksav was there. So meisve the gemara says, "But wait a second, we learned in a brayso that a guy gives a get to his wife in front of Adam, and he says, "Hareza giteich unetalto," and the woman takes the get to his and she then throws it into the sea or into the fire. She throws it anywhere that the get's going to be destroyed. And then after the get was lost, the husband goes and he says, Oh, by the way, that wasn't really a get. Which is something that's used to be mefayes, other people that uh, you write to him so that he'll uh, lend money to show that, uh, I mean, you, you write a star that makes it look like the person lent money to you so that he looks like a rich man. Or it's a star which is a star that if you want to borrow money from someone one of the ways of convincing someone to lend the money is you give him the star in advance and you just trust him not to use it unless he actually lends you the money but whatever it is it wasn't a get so the Allah is Mugresh even though we didn't see the Ksav of the get it's the Allah is Mugresh and the husband is not Neman to say that it wasn't a get and to, to make her usher to marry someone else so what do you so what do you see from here time the Ksav the only reason we, we we think that it was a get is because at least we saw that there was writing, but if there was no writing on it at all, we wouldn't assume it was a get. So how could Shmuel go even further and say that if he gave her a blank piece of paper, that we're going to assume that that was, uh, that that was a get. So says Shmuel, when Shmuel said that the woman is Mugureshes, it means we checked the get first with a certain type of, uh, of, of uh, liquid that you put on it, that when you put it on the niyar, it's, uh, the ink that's there that's uh, absorbed will come out and will be seen. So ipalit, if the ksav comes out, then palit, then we see that it actually was a get. But if nothing comes out, then in a chinami, it's nothing. So it says, but even if the, if the ksav comes out, but it's only coming out now, it wasn't there when he gave the get. So it says, when Shmuel said his din, he was only saying that we're choshesh that it might be a good get, meaning that that we're choshesh that maybe at the time of the nesinas get the osios were still were still recognizable, and uh, but the edim just didn't realize that, and therefore she's not allowed to marry someone else without a new get. But if the husband dies, she's still going to be asura lekohen because she and and she's still and she's going to be asura lekohen if the husband dies because she might be a grusha, and if the husband dies without any children, she can't do yibum because maybe she wasn't his wife, Bishas Misaso, but she's going to require a chalitza, meaning all the halachos of a safeket. That's going to be the real din, that it's going to be a safeket. Okay, Bezashem, we'll pick up with Amar Ravina tomorrow, Bezashem.